0: welcome um to episode uh two hundred and twenty nine of the ben briggs podcast i am ben briggs it is tuesday people uh tuesday the thirteenth of july two thousand two thousand and twenty one and um uh sobering sobering news people uh as you well know um england um we didn't quite get there did we hey same old story, baby. Same old story. Lost on penalties in the Euros final. But what a fucking exciting game it was. Um, it was. It just, uh, you know, um, I know there's a, been a, a bit of shit going around on social media um, with regards to um, the penalty shootout, but w- which we shall get to in a moment. Um but uh i thoroughly enjoyed the game it was it's how we have to go out people isn't it it's how we have to go out we have to lose something on penalties um so we feel um uh you know that we've been robbed by it um it's just a shame i thought i thought i thought they kind of um uh um it was a fucking good start you know what i mean sure scoring within two minutes, but, um, it's, um, it was just a bit of a shame people, but, uh, I, I tell you what, I thoroughly enjoyed all of the Euros, uh, tournaments and, uh, as for everything else that's going on at the moment, um, we shall get to that in a bit, uh, but, um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a shame. As soon as it went to penalties, everyone in England starts thinking, oh, fucking hell. And then, uh, obviously, we scored our first two penalties. They missed their second penalty, and you're like, this is our year, baby. This is it. Here we go. It's going to be time to shine. We're going to b- win the Euros. And then, uh, obviously, uh, we missed our next three penalties, uh, which was, you know, um, uh, we'll get to all that in a minute. Firstly, though, disappointing, but um thoroughly enjoyed it and getting to the final what actually watching england in a final of a decent football tournament um quite a prestigious football tournament the euros you know only second to uh, the world cup really isn't it so um yeah uh, it was uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole tournament to be perfectly honest you know I hold nothing against uh, any of the players or anything like that. I think they did um, the way they conducted themselves, the way they played. They played sort of like exciting football. Italy were just probably too good when it came to it. Um, I thought um, Italy played really well. Um, The only thing about scoring early is you're like hanging on for the rest of the game. And you're like, oh, fucking hell you know if italy had scored first and we just went all out but uh we looked fucking great in the first half and then second half uh i think we um uh fell apart a bit and then uh, came back for a little bit in extra time and then uh, um and ever obviously the inevitable um, the inevitable penalties happened um but um i take my hat off to the players i thought they did well they raised the uh the uh, country up a bit, um, this fair royal, and did us proud, I think. So uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's go on to what we've been, uh, what I've been up to in the last uh, couple of days, and then I'll, um, uh, I'll return to uh, the the fallout, uh, as we shall call it, of the Euros. Um, so today I had my fucking second jab holy shit earlier today i know hey what are you getting your jab for man the government are gonna fucking be able to control you that's exactly why i got it actually i've um i i don't want any of my own thoughts anymore and i want the government to decide exactly what i'm doing and know where i am at any given time is that all right with you um yes yeah, so i had my own uh my second jab today Uh, I had to go down to a different place. Obviously, the first time I went, I went to a Sikh mosque. That's not right, is it? A Sikh temple. (laughs) Not a Sikh mosque. Uh, A Sikh temple uh, that was not really a Sikh temple and was more of a... um, uh, more of a uh, um, community centre. But this time... Uh I had to go to the other side of town, the other side of town, man, where I grew up, uh Malton Park, over in Northampton, and get my jab there, which was very unnerving, um, because uh uh I knew one of the nurses who was in there. There was a nurse in there I used to know her mum from years ago. I used to work with a mum years ago, and um I knew her, so I was chatting to her for a bit and then I sat down to have my jab. And there was, uh, the guy giving the jab was uh, somebody who who was in my year at school. (laughs) Which you genuinely think is, are you actually, the last time I saw you, I was working with you at Nationwide. Are you actually trained to give out these jabs or are you just, you know, you just blagged your way into this job? I don't want any, you know, air bubbles going in my system and the next minute my fucking eye goes red and my and a load of fucking blood explodes out of my ears are you actually train but even that um you don't really want to kick off that much do you because you're like he's probably like actually i've been on an eight-week course to administer these things so yeah it was a bit it was a bit weird um uh but it was uh i used to get on with gareth quite well uh to be honest when we worked together i never really spoke to him that much at school um, but, um, when we worked together, I used to get on with him quite well. So it was nice to have a little bit of a chat up, chat up, uh, uh, a little bit of a chat with him. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it is a bit strange having someone, you know, who is not a trained medical professional, give you the jab. You do feel a little bit, um, should you really be doing this? How desperate are we to get these vaccinations out? how desperate are we um but uh i'm i feel alright at the minute you know i feel okay at the minute i um i don't feel hot or sweaty or um anything like that i think the second jab is meant to be um better for you uh isn't it i think i think most people get a reaction you know start feeling a bit rough and that sort of thing on the first jab and the second jab is um a little bit <laughs> easier on the old system. I don't know whether we're going to have to have one every year, though. That's the, um, you know, I don't want to have to keep coming back, you know, building up a relationship with your, you know, you get your own, uh, you know, your favourite jab guy or girl. I don't want, well, you know, these, you know, older people who have to have a, a flu jab every year, you know, just to... At some stage, you're going to have to draw the line and go, it's just not worth it. You're too old. Just get your affairs in order. You know, get some Beecham's hot lemon in. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's possibly why we're living longer these days, because we're having the flu jam. Um, And we're keeping these older people going, keeping them getting their pensions. That's it, isn't it? Um, I also this morning before I went for my jab, I had my teeth cleaned as well. Um, so my teeth are a little bit sensitive at the minute. I uh, I get um um I get all the stains taken off and that sort of thing every every about three months because obviously from the podcast, as you well know, I'm a secret lemonade tea drinker. Um, no, I am a, I'm an avid tea drinker, so you get all that shit, for some re- either I didn't drink as much tea when I was younger, that is probably the case, although I've always been a bit of a, you know, come home from school, have a cup of tea, and think about leaving the house, I'm like a blur song, um, but I've always been, uh, uh, an avid tea drinker, it's, it's, I'm an Englishman, it's in my fucking DNA, isn't it, that's it, that's how we, that's how we ruled the world, baby. How are you gonna do it but um uh yeah, uh, it's um, yeah, so i have to get all the stains off my teeth and shit like that, which most people fucking hate going to the dentist. I find it quite relaxing, actually, you know when they're when they're going around with the old uh, descaling thing, getting all the um uh, stuff off your teeth and that I actually um I actually quite like that, I find it relaxing, it's weird, I know um people say that about tattoos don't they like when they have i find like uh the pain of a tattoo relaxing and that i never i've got two tattoos i never really found it that relaxing to be perfectly honest i'm not like that guy on the fucking uh um the video that goes around on social media ah, screaming like that where his girlfriend's going baby baby come on baby it's okay, baby. And he's... Ah! Jesus Christ. You've got, to, you've got to dump that guy, haven't you? Surely, the the moment she walked out of that tattoo parlour, she, um... Uh, tattoo shop... Is it a tattoo parlour? That makes it sound a little bit more slutty, doesn't it? Calling it a tattoo parlour. Like you're getting it done on areas of your body that you shouldn't be getting a tattoo done on. Um... But uh, yeah, he, you know, I, I find it quite relaxing. Anyway, just sitting there, I almost dozed off. Actually, <laughs> that's the worst thing about it. I almost dozed off. You know, you can't do that. And then they've got that sucking thing in your mouth, and then it, you know, every now and again it catches the back <clears throat> back of your throat. But um, the actual, uh, um, the actual cleaning and that sort of thing, I find it, I find it quite relaxing. Just sitting there with my mouth up somebody else sucking out my saliva Doing the job that I ought to be doing I dunno. Um anyway <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry about that. Let's have a um let's have a cup of tea. On that note. Um yeah, because you've got to you know, you can't walk around with fucking brown teeth these days, can you? You know, not when you're uh, getting ready to work back in showbiz, baby. Few gigs coming up now. They're all being booked in, babes. There we go. Um, So, yeah, I've got a few gigs coming up. It's fucking warm today as well. Uh, Fucking warm. So um, let's return, shall we? Let's have a little bit more tea before we return to this. Let's return to what's been happening then. So, the fallout of the Euros is obviously England lost. We lost on penalties. Um, and uh, uh, Kane scored, Maguire scored, uh, for England. Um, uh, and um, uh, Rashford, Sancho, and Saka missed. Now, um, it just so happens uh, uh rashford sancho saka um are um are non-white they are black guys and um or dual heritage um i'm not too sure i haven't done the research into their family tree that's what i'm saying so uh, obviously obviously you've got the fucking idiots on social media this seems to be something that's happened this tournament I know we say we're a like a more tolerant society and that and I know like you know it, it almost stems from with some fans that they feel that they've got a fucking right to win everything like they were owed it by these players these players created it themselves they created it and dragged the rest of us along with us with them it wasn't the other way round. You know, we didn't create it and said, there you go. All you got to do is go out and win it now. And when they didn't win it, then it, you know. You think you live in a more civilised society, don't you? You think you do, and then things like this happen. So they've been getting, like, racially abused on uh, social media um, from... Uh, um Uh, people tweeting them shit and that sort of thing, which, uh, you know, which is disgusting. Um, Disappointing, disgusting, you know. It's those lads, they're young lads. When you get older, like, I'm 44 now. You look back on how old these kids are, like, 19. I think Saka's 19 or something like that. They're fucking kids. You know what I mean? They're, um the young guys they've got an awful awful lot of pressure put on them you know they've got carrying like the hopes of a of a entire nation going into that game um some of the choices for the penalties you know were um i don't know um i thought you know Grealish would have took possibly a penalty or or something like that. But, you know, you go with, um, you have to go with it, don't you? You know, those, I think those, the players actually volunteered to take penalties. So, um, but the fact that um, obviously their race and just the colour of their skin is being used against them as some sort of, you know, benchmark for, you know those, you know those players—Rashford, Sancho, Saka—they've been the ones that have got us there more than you know most players. You know, Kane didn't particularly perform well throughout the tournament. He's not been like literally fucking on fire, but nobody's sort of like you know racially uh abusing him online it's just fucking disappointing you know what i mean The young lads you know if those people hold those views what would they have done how would they have reacted if we'd have won you know and then suddenly it's always de- it's, it, it, it all of that what they did for the country all of that good spirit that they've created that excitement the next generation of young kids who are watching them On TV, playing in a final of the Euros. You know, they've done all of that. You know, all the stuff they do outside of football, you know, like the the Rashford um, uh, free school meals and that sort of thing that he's campaigned for, for poor kids. The example that they've shown to young kids and then fucking idiots go and start abusing, racially abusing them on social media. I know it's easy for me to say this, and I know it seems a bit... Well, Well, obviously, racial abuse is bad, Ben. You know, obviously it is. But we're still in that... We're still in that situation, aren't we? Where fucking idiots can get away with it because they think they're either anonymous anonymous online or no, they've got no recourse from it you know that's the thing isn't it that's why people get racially abused on social media and people come out with this thing because they 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 feel that the, the people who do it feel that they're fucking free agents to fucking get a lot, get away with it you know if really these are the, these are the people i know there's people who lose their jobs, their careers, and things like that over stupid, innocuous things that they say. But, you know, for these sort of people, you know, just some of the racially abusive tweets that I saw, I'm not going to go through them. Um, They're just pretty disgusting, really. And I'm not just saying that to be held up as a fucking lefty fucking, you know... All all footballers are, you know, it's a a minority of fucking idiots out there. And um, to be honest, I I think some of the things that, you know, yes, everyone's emotional. Yes, it's a shame that we lost, you know, but they did their best. We went out the way we're, you know, the way we're meant to go out, isn't it? That's the way England are meant to go out. We lose on p- penalties. We're plucky triers. That's what we are. And then um, for somebody just to, you know, I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't even think of the race of the people who were taking the penalties, you know, and that Kane and Maguire scored and uh, Rashford, Sancho and Saka um, didn't score, I didn't even think, you, you You know, logically, normal people, you don't even think that, you're just like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. You don't even think of, like, you know, you just see them as footballers, don't you? I'm not saying, like, I'm one of these people, oh, man, I don't feel, I never see race, man, but, you know, they had to string these fucking cunts up who uh, uh, send these tweets out. Those those kids on there have done more for this country in the last two weeks than these people could ever fucking dream about in their lifetime. That's what sport does. You know, and these people send in races. They're acting like fucking babies. You know, just deal with it. In it? We lost. Get over it. Do you think... Your pain of watching a fucking football match on TV is going to be worse than going up, having the fucking balls to step up in front of that audience, take a penalty, miss, and then walk back. You think your pain allows you to be a racist cunt? You know, you're watching it, sitting at it, in your own home, watching it on your telly. They've got the fucking ball at their feet with all that pressure on them. You know, if it's so, if your life is that small that you've got nothing going on in your life other than, you know, sitting on your sofa watching the telly. You know, these people have actually gone after their dreams, put in the work and effort to become professional footballers. I don't know, man. I'll take my hat off to him. I'll take my hat off to him. I thought they did well. I think we've got the basis of probably a good team um, for the World Cup next year. And um, you're always... This is the problem with social media, isn't it? Hey, man, you can say whatever you like on social media and you can talk to everyone. Yeah, that's a good thing. But that's also the main problem. Because within that, you're going to have, you know, 5% cunts who are just going to voice their fucking opinion. Hey, you can fucking copy in celebrities and, you know, follow celebrities and shit like that. Yes, that's good. You're in contact and you can see what they're doing on a daily basis and and get to see why they became successful. Probably uh, see... Um... <laughs> <laughs> see some adverts for things that you didn't want to see as well but the flip side of that is you know you get fucking idiots you know um like that and they are they're just you know they they're just cunts and they they're not football supporters are they really deep down you know that's a, that's what being a football supporter is you take the good with a bad, didn't you? You don't fucking jump ship. You don't fucking, you know, everybody moans, don't they, about their team. Oh, he's not playing well. Oh, they're not playing well and that sort of thing. But when it comes to the crunch and you see your team put in 100% effort like England did, play as good as they can. You know, they may have got a bit overwrought in the second half, but the first half, they fucking played so well. That's what you do, is it? And then you, you, you put it in context, don't you? Fucking hell, a load of you know young lads went all the way through to the final. From this country, you know, we've had very little success over the last fucking, what, since 1966, very little success. And um, and they took us all the way to the final of the Euros. I mean, what more? What what more do they need to do? Obviously, score penalties, but you know, you can't understand the pressure that they were under for those young lads. Yes, they get paid millions every week, but they're not fucking robots, are they? You know, they're not. You know, it's, it's, yes, they get paid. To put it without pressure, they they also get paid that amount of money because it, it the sport generates so much money, doesn't it? I don't know, man. I'm just uh, I'm I'm tired of those people. Just tired of them. You know, give them the fucking benefit of the doubt. They did a fucking good job. They played some fucking good teams and fucking beat them. You know. You gotta doth your cap a little bit to him. Anyway. Um so this goes into um uh, uh Yeah, other other things as well, which directly relate to the comedy world. One of the uh, some comedian um has uh, posted some uh, you know some uh, jokes that I imagine they were meant to be jokes, but um just uh he's just uh imploded his own career <laughs> that's the thing if you're going to post a joke you see this is the context that uh, this comedian has posted his jokes you've got genuine genuine uproar about racist tweets being tweeted um being twittered tweeted to these uh, um uh three footballers rashford sancho and saka and then within the context of that happening people being racist towards them you've got a comedian who is kind of known for being a bit right-wing who's tweeted like i imagined they were jokes um uh one of them was uh, about uh, Marcus Rashford, I imagine. Uh, I'd rather he practice his penalties and the kids have gone hungry. Um, it's all right. You know, I, I don't tweet jokes on Twitter. Um, when if, if you do that within the context of a set on stage, when you're giving a little sly wink and that sort of thing, yes, but within the Twitter world, there's no context, is there? So, obviously, everybody's gone, you know, that's that's not a racist joke or anything like that. It's just like, you know, it's not a particularly great joke. Um, but he's used, you know, instead of doing your stuff outside, uh, football, which obviously is a good thing. He's kind of got a bit of a dark sense of humour as well. I've gigged with him a couple of times over the years. Um, I'd rather he practised his penalties than the kids have gone hungry. And then the other one was, um, uh, all I'm saying is the white guy scored. So, you know, it's not particularly the brightest tweets to, um, tweet. And now his career has imploded. There's been people cancelling shows all over the place. His agents dropped him. Those mercenary bastards, um... I think it was misjudged at the time. You know, I don't know whether, I don't know the well the guy well enough to know if they're genuine, um, to know if they're genuinely racist tweets or not. That last one about um, all I'm saying is the white guy scored. I don't know how, you know, fucked up his mind is with regards to that or whether he's just trying to push, you know, what he sees to be, like, perceives to be edgy jokes out there. But I don't think, you know, Twitter is really the medium to do that. That's why I don't, you know, not that any of my stuff's particularly edgy or anything like that. It's just opinionated stuff, isn't it, Um, that I do. But that's why I don't tweet my jokes. It'd take about, you know, I don't do one-liner jokes either. So it's going to take, you know... What, you got 127 characters or something? You know, it's going to be at least 15, 16 tweets for most of my material. I'm not sure that's really going to convey what opinion I was trying to express. (laughs) Isn't it? Ah, It's difficult. Somebody uh, just takes a random tweet from the middle of it and go, This is fucking horrendous. Well, of course it is, but you've got to read the 12 tweets before that and the six tweets after. Adds a little bit of context to it. Um, So, yeah, people are still making these mistakes. That's what fucking amazes me. What did this guy expect? What did he expect from, um, from tweeting that? I don't know. I really don't. In this, you know hyper sort of like environment, which Twitter particularly is, I think gigs are a little bit less so, because it's a different context, you're in there in person, you can gauge people's reactions to it, you know, most people aren't stupid enough to take you literally on stuff sometimes. That that's your literal view on stuff, and that you're just saying that to push back against things and and give a wider context, you know. But I don't, but I don't really think you can do that in Twitter. You know, he's essentially just fucking sh- not not shot his own fucking self in the foot. He blew half of his fucking leg off, and they emotions are running high after the euros and that. You know, you've got the you've got the people genuinely racist people fucking having a go, and then to throw in you know borderline sort of like tweets like that, I'd you know it just seems it just seems ridiculous. It seems like he wanted to end his own career. Um, not that you know, I don't think social media is the um, uh, is the right tool to. Um, um, to use with regards to doing, you know, edgy fucking jokes right on the edge of stuff because on social media people's boundaries are different as we have seen, you know. I imagine some some people sending those racist tweets would have fucking loved those jokes whereas others won't and, um, you know you're going to get fucked for it, so, uh, never mind, uh, never mind, it's just been, it's just been an interesting, like, to see what's, um, what happens, and everything's lost in there, those young lads did a fucking cracking job for England, uh, yes, penalties were missed, but, um, you know, I'm not sure I would have wanted to take one of them. That's for fucking sure. And I'm sure most people in this country wouldn't have wanted to take one of those penalties. Uh, but they stepped up and fair play to them. And I think next year we've got a good chance with the World Cup. Anyway, that's my view on it all. Um, We might talk about it more in the next podcast as well. See the, the fallout from what's going on. Uh, Anyway, that was episode 229 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to contact me at all, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. Uh, I'll speak to you then. Don't go tweeting shit. You take care.